Welcome to League Talk, the official podcast of the league. You know me, you know him, you know us, you know the league. Let's get into it. Week five, what a week. That's it. There's a lot of good, there's a lot of bad, mostly good for me and you and a lot of bad for five other people. You know, you know how it goes. That that is how it goes. So I mean, that's it. That's 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 your big intro. You were just talking about how you're so fine and how you know you're going to like pull it out, and now you just like awful quiet to start this podcast. I, I like I I don't want to talk about me when we're not talking about me. Like I want to talk about people like Avi and Brent and Brad and you and and Jack and Max and Chris and and Thomas. And Ryan. And then we can get into me. All right. Well, you heard the man. I guess we'll, we'll talk about all those other guys. So what, what, what are we talking about first? I'll let you pick. It's a- uh, Ryan and Brent. Ryan Brent? Ryan and Brent. Uh, all right. This would not have been the game that I would have jumped at to start. But we'll discuss. Uh, who won this game? Oh, yeah, that's right. Ryan, Ryan but. Brent. On the nose, and Brent is in trouble under 500. You cut out there for a little bit. Let's hope the the recording picks it up. But yeah, uh, Brent's team is in trouble, and I'll tell you why. It's because Cooper Cup is no longer good. No, yeah, longer. and and that that's the most obvious thing that's ever happened in the history of fantasy football. Was aside from Tyler Lockett. Uh, returning to not being very good because that's what he does is Cooper Cup wasn't going to finish as a top one to a top even 10 wide receiver in fantasy this year he just wasn't going to and as we say he regressed to the mean um, he still is. He's still the wide receiver too. I'm looking at it right now. But I don't he know had if that two updated, crazy weeks. I don't, Those yeah, two I don't know if that's I also don't know if they that included this past week. I mean, he could put up 12, which is, like, okay, but, like, he's out. He was projected for 19.6. Yeah, that's which is absurd. That's absurd. 19. You don't, you like, that's, like, running back one numbers right there. You never see a, a wide receiver go over, like, the top wide receiver is projected, like, 15 to 17. So, to have someone like Cooper Cup as uh, – you know, projected for 19 is fucking crazy talk there, ESPN. And, and but, I mean, thank God for Brent's sake. Thank God for Kyle Pitts and Zeke because he'd be looking at a really yeah, bad. A real bad week. I mean, 120 in itself. I used to think that 120 was like the threshold for a good week. It's actually like one close to like 130. Yeah. Like yeah, 120 is pretty. I like. ESPN does those stupid projections in every week. And every week, I realize we're actually all projected for over 120. So, like, 120 is a pretty crap week. If you think yeah, about it's, it. it's, like, it's, at best, it's definitely pretty mediocre. It's, um, very, it's very mediocre. I mean, Brent's team is in a world of trouble. Joe Mixon has had, uh, you know, health issues uh, last year. It's continuing this year. It doesn't seem like he's going to be on IR at this point, but. You know, that, no, that, I mean, he that's... played, but I don't know why. I mean, that's another thing. I don't even know why he played. Like, I, so in my other league, I know we don't discuss the leagues, but 
I got victimized because the Bengals are just like, we got, you know, Joe Mixon's banged up. Everyone's playing. Everyone's like, yo, pick up Samaji P. Ryan. I pick up Samaji P. Ryan. But then the Bengals are just like, oh, we're still going to play Joe Mixon, but on a fucking limited snap count. So at that point, then like the value of having the handcuff and the actual player goes out the window. You know what I mean? Because you can't not play Joe Mixon if he's going to play, right. especially in favor of Samaji P. Ryan. But they're both going to be a snap count. And we'll get into it in my game because it's fucked me before with Madison and Dalvin Cook. But it just it fucks everything up. So fuck you, Bengals. Fuck you, and, Yeah, no, fuck you, Bengals. I don't know if week or last week, but I picked up Samaji Piran. Oh, you were had him, in, had him in my starting lineup because, yeah. of course, he's a team's, you know, running back one going into a week. Mm-hmm. And then the same thing. Joe Mixon was going to play. So I was like, oh, fuck, I'll keep him on my bench. And now he has COVID, so I just dropped him. So that was a – I don't know if I used Fab on that, and if so, yeah. I'm pretty pissed. Now, but... I'm pretty sure you did because I bid on Samaji Piran. I didn't get him. So you would have had to have outbid me at least. And also, what is well, Brent fantastic. still doing with Trey Sermon? Like, dude, come on. Running back 61, 20 fantasy points on the season. Give it a – give it – like, you can't find a better spot for – right, this Brent's team is just in a world of pain. I dropped them in my rankings. They haven't come out yet, but maybe by the time this is published, they'll be out. AJ Brown is very well, rapidly been, approaching bust of the year category. He's been, he's been hurt. I'm thankful I stayed away from him. Uh, and and I mean, I mean, if you want to look at his bench quick, he had a humongous week from Antonio Brown. Uh, Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard looks like he's going to be good for like ten to fourteen points every week. In Brent's case, this might be crazy, but if, like, he has DJ Moore in the flex right now, if DJ Moore was going up against a good defense or if DJ Moore was hurt or if he got COVID, um, and if – I guess if the Bucks had a bias, there's a lot of things going on. What I'm getting at is it wouldn't be the craziest thing in the world to start Tony Pollard and Zeke. I actually did that in another league, and I won. I know we don't talk about other leagues. I went 4-0 on last week. In port due to the Zeke Tony Pollard tandem, and Brent might need to start well, changing things up because he's on well, a, he's on a he's on a three game losing streak, so he's got to do something to switch up, you know, the juju. And speaking of the juju, let's just go over to Ryan's team. Although I just realized he doesn't have juju. He, he juju Smith usually just feels like a Ryan player. You know what I mean? I can't really yeah. describe it. It just seems like a Ryan kind of player, mainly because he sucks. Yeah, Chris but, Carson is a Brent play. Yeah. Although now I think Chris, speaking of, I'm saying speaking of Ryan's team, he has Chris Carson now, but we'll we'll get into all that later. But we're just recapping last week for right now. So Ryan put up 160, and his QB got hurt like third quarter of the game. Yeah, very impressive. And he started Melvin Gordon again. And he keeps, yeah. I didn't even know where his points came. Oh, like Devontae Adams. Oh, Mark, I forgot Mark Andrews had the greatest game I've seen a tight end ever have. On fucking Sunday, or what was that Monday night? I'm sorry. Uh, so that's good for him, I guess. Uh, Antonio Gibson did good, 20 points. Devontae Adams finally exploded. Deontay Johnson, but I mean, this game is there was really I. So I think Ryan was actually losing going into Monday night football, but he he needed like half a point from Mark Andrews, if that. Yeah, like he was losing, he was gonna win. 
Yeah, it was like it was because like, Brent had Justin Tucker. Because I remember writing like, "Oh, can Justin yeah. Tucker?" Oh no, no, I I remember how it went. Now, so Ryan was actually winning going into Sunday. so like this wasn't even close on Monday because I think Ryan already had like a seven point lead, and Mark Andrews going against Justin Tucker. So like it was like a no brainer that Ryan was going to pull it out. Um, I guess the only downside to Ryan's team is if you look at his bench, sucks. It's, uh. It's it's thin, and he's going to be starting Daniel. Oh no, Daniel Jones is hurt now. Who's he going to play in court? Oh, well, I guess. So, so I was I was looking at this before. Uh, we we need to talk about it. It's like a thing. Like we got to talk about it when we go into the week. But to answer your question, I don't know, and I wasn't sure if I wanted to bring it up because I don't want him to find out through here because he should be like keeping on top of his shit. Um, uh-huh. But regardless, we'll. We'll get into that. So, but Ryan's got a, a trick up his sleeve. You're saying is for his QB spot? No, no, I don't think he does. I don't, oh. I don't think he does. And I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be shocked if he doesn't know that Daniel Jones is hurt, and then he just plays he him. That, that, that's what I'm saying. I don't think he knows that. And I don't want him to find out there was because that sort of sucks that he's not keeping on top of his team, which is what he should be doing. But regardless, we'll talk about right, that. Move, yeah. Moving on. This game was over long before it started. Right. Another uh, another blowout. Oh no, I'm sorry. I keep I see Thomas and friends, and I think it's Thomas, but that's you. Let's yeah. do a pretty uh pretty high scoring one all around. Jack and Max. Yeah, Jack and Max. So, uh, this one all I'll say like to get this. I know this is gonna come up anyway as we discuss this. I'll just say right off the bat, it was good to see Max finally lose a high scoring game. <laughs> Yep. Like he's been getting away with years, years. I'm going to have Max, I'm going to have Jack, who's got all the data in his, his handy Excel file, run a, run a formula for me. I want to see what everyone's like average point total is in just victories. And I guarantee, I'm willing to guarantee my life that Max has the lowest average, like low, lowest average score in games one which means basically he gets lucky all the time. And I mean, like I, there's nothing to come to apologize for. Cause all you have to do is beat who you play. But as someone who quite often loses in high scoring affairs, it was good to see this one. It was just like, all right, Max, you got a little, little taste of your own medicine here. Five, seven, like I said, nothing to, Hold on. Um, Beans, you there? I am. Uh, you just cut out for it. Oh, actually, I think it's my internet that's being spotty. Uh, but anyway, can you uh, – so I don't know if the pod just picked that up, but uh, can you just repeat what you just said? Yeah, I mean, 135 is that. Um, Car balled out. Hunt balled out. He tried the uh, Alex Collins play. I mean, it didn't blow up. Yeah, who the hell is that? So, I like. I, I mean, I, like, I guess it's Chris Carson's backup. What? Oh, they they got rid of Rashad Penny. That's right. I, so yeah, I guess it's. I guess it's this. You know, Seahawks I don't backup. think they got rid of Rashad Penny. I just think he doesn't play. Let me do a quick Google search. And I'll tell you right now. So while you while you're doing that, um, Max. Oh yeah, he's still in the Seahawks. It's yeah, says. I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah, he's just no. Nah, he's I, I forgot he's hurt. Not that he ever plays anyway. Uh, his, 
fuck. Beans out. Uh, Jack and Elon did too. Oh, am I back? I don't know who froze. If yep. it was me or you, I think it was me who froze. But I think we're all good. So I guess we'll just move on. All right. I hope the recording picked whatever up you were just saying. Uh, but last when I lost you for a sec, we were talking about Rashad Penny and Alex Collins. But yeah, so Alex Collins is apparently the backup in Seattle. Worth so a shot, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it didn't it wasn't horrible. Eight point two from you know, running back wide receiver. It's not it's not good, but it's not a uh, nothing you'll remember or think about. Um, Thielen and Waller, pretty bad week. Unfortunate showing from the Bengals kicker, as you know the whole world knows. Oh uh, yeah, that was hilarious. That was fucking awesome. And, five and miss, what was that? Five missed fields? I believe it was five in the last, you know, whatever, whatever. Because I think Crosby missed three yeah. and he missed two. And also he was out Ridley. Right. Who yeah. stinks anyway? So um Yeah, I mean Yeah, just a I mean not not even a bad week, just Jack's team went Jack's off. Team Brady had uh an absolute dominant game against a horrible Miami team. Yeah, Jonathan I was all like, not to even just change the subject real quick off fantasy, but all off season we were learning about how like the Miami Dolphins are the next up and coming team in the AFC, and they've been fucking terrible. What are they? They've been they terrible. Won? They have just the one win, right? And it was that bullshit game in uh, in uh, New England week one where they should have lost, but Damian Harris fumbled. Yep. Like they should and, be 0 5. And their, their defense is even worse. Their I'm sorry. Their offense is far worse than their no, defense. Saying, yeah, their offense is terrible. Their defense is not good, but it's better. And I don't know if, like, if two is good, he's also just always hurt, which might just be his problem. That might just be his thing, kind of like Sam Bradford. We never knew if Sam Bradford was ever good because he was always hurt. It's funny you said that. I was reading Sam Bradford's Wikipedia today. So. Oh, yeah, what's he up to? Is he, like, a car salesman in Wichita is my guess? You know, it didn't really go into what he's doing. Uh, that's why I went there. I didn't learn, but I read all about his, uh, you know, he was in the NFL for a long time. Bob. I think he played up until, like, 2018. That he played right. until 2018, but I, like, I don't think he, like, you know what he did? He played, everyone who's listening wants to know about this. He played the first three games for the Arizona Cardinals in 2018. That's right. And then he got yeah, benched have... for Josh Rosen. I would say, yep, he was drafted. No wonder Josh Rosen did not pan out. That's all I'm going to let you say. Josh, speaking of which, is Josh Rosen even in the NFL anymore? He is on the Falcons. Good for Josh. Maybe he'll get in the game one day. Maybe. Um, they, they couldn't get any worse. Um, yeah, you know, who was like probably right now the breakout player of the year, and definitely right now the offensive rookie of the year, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, who knew that not being able to catch footballs in preseason would translate to catching all the footballs in the regular season? Who knew that being a freak athlete paired up with your college quarterback was going to work out? Yeah, and um, oh, so anyway, going into this game, so it's very similar to, la- to the last game we discussed. Jack was down by like 0.5, literally going into Monday Night Football. So me and him had it turned up, tuned in 
And like the first play of the game, Jonathan Taylor took a 70-yard touchdown and completely just like locked it in. Like there was no yeah, chance. Yeah. Like, you know, it was, re- it was really stupid that after that, Jack's like margin of victory. So like Max was done and Jack was at like a 92% chance of, vic- of winning, right? Yeah. Which means there was an 8, 8% ch- like ESPN calculated an 8% chance that Jonathan Taylor was going to fumble like 10 times without recording any other stat. Like, yeah, I, I don't, I'm very like, his percent seems very, odd. It, it's usually 99 point to one. Yeah, I'm sorry, 99 to 1%. Um, yeah, they have some wacko, wacko, uh, like just scoring bugaboo. Is it like if Matthew, Ber- Matthew Berry's got to hire us to fix that this whole website up because I'm, I'm slowly losing my uh, my taste for uh, ESPN here. Do you think Jack is slowly losing his taste for having Kenyon Drake on his team? I think you can drop him. Yeah. Uh, they have – don't they have Peyton Barber now? Yes. Yeah. And Mike Davis. Although Mike Davis actually 11.1 is decent. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. It won't, even once George Kittle comes back, he might be better off rolling out with Dalton Schultz every week. Oh, yeah. Kittle's, Kittle's been awful through fucking three weeks. He hasn't topped – he's topped 10 once. And, you know, no more – like, he's usually like a 15 – like, he's usually a wide – puts up, you know, wide receiver numbers at the uh, tight end spot. So, yeah, okay. I, I think until Dalton Schultz slows down, you got to just roll him out in that. You got to roll that hand. So, anyway, this game was also a bit of a laugher because Jack's team is really good and Max's team is pretty meh. All right. Let's do, I guess we got to do AB and Brad. This was a boring ass game. Another so, point. Yeah. Not going. So I, I was just going to say, this is Mahomes versus Kyler Murray, and they combined for less than 40 points, which is pretty disappointing, considering it's Mahomes and Kyler Murray. Dude, they um, uh, no, no, I, I did my math wrong. I thought they combined for less than 30 points. But no, they, no, they 30, 30, 30, 31, uh, 31, 31 points, yeah. 6, or 32.65, 6, 6, 6, 4, 6, 4. Not, a, not a math pod. Um, I mean, Brad was doomed once Barkley went down. If he didn't I mean, go down, face it, Brad was doomed from the, the the kickoff. Like that's just how bad Brad's team is. I mean, I he's mean, starting Zach Ertz. Yeah, what happens that you have to? Did he? Who wasn't was, he going to oh, start Logan Max Thomas. Williams? Oh, I'm I pretty forgot. sure. What? I forgot he had. I forgot Logan Thomas went down. That's why I was like, "Why the hell is he even playing Zach Ertz at this point?" So, so that's fucked because my hot take was that Max Williams was gonna have a, a touchdown and eighty-five receiving yards. Yeah. Because I was like, I never heard of him, and he benched him. He didn't do it. He had one point nine fantasy points. He actually, <laughs> you know, scored Zach Ertz, but uh, not much. Uh, not much else. Um, He's for some reason he's rolling with two benches. All right, I'm sorry, two defenses, one on his bench. Just do it. That's a waste. So right now, I, I, picked, think, I picked AB and Jack picked AB. Right. I mean, that's that's natural. If I was on the pod, and unfortunately I wasn't last week, I would have picked AB as well. Although even AB's team, 
one like we were just talking about it 130 is like the pretty much the average maybe slightly above average but like if you're doing you know the bell curve or whatever and again not a math or statistics podcast that's like not in the right court or i don't know it's not a good standard deviation away from the mean or it is it's very close to the mean is what it is and take away Derrick Henry, who like kind of saved his team. The rest of his team had a pretty, I guess, DeAndre Hopkins and Michael Pittman did okay. But and James Robinson, but Darnell Mooney, yeah. Hunter Renfro. Yeah, yeah. the old Darnell Mooney experience. We've all been there. Yeah, I, I have no idea what to make of this guy. Like, is he good? Is he not? He's on the Bears, so I don't think that I think that means he's not good. And he got zero points from Ravens D, and he still put up 130. So, Derrick Henry, James Robinson, if you got good running backs, they're uh, well. They still, I guess, that was the right play though, because he they played they outscored the Browns. Look at that, minus 16, minus six. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I it's late here. Sterling Shepard on the bench. Yeah, Red's bench is looking bare. well, everyone's hurt. Julio, Judy, and Shepard. Right. I will tell you, though, I think rolling forward into the second half of this fantasy season, I really like A.J. Dillon and Michael Carter, especially Michael Carter, because I obviously watch a lot of Jets, and each week he's slowly taking over more and more playing time and, you know, touches. I mean, I think he got, like, let me look, 10 carries, so, yeah, he's averaging probably like 15 touches the last three weeks. Uh, and I would expect that only to, you know, that workload to continue upward, especially because the rest of the Jets' offense is terrible. So, uh, you know, I think uh, I think A.B.'s got something there. That's all. I'll leave it at that. Might even be my hot take. I don't know. Well, it won't Brad, be this week. Brad needs, to make a, Brad needs to make a move. Brad needs to make like three moves. So I don't know who he he's definitely needs up. To do. I have to look at the waiver wire, but as of now, he'll be starting Sony Michelle or Ronald Jones the second as a running back because he has to because they're his only running yeah. back. That's a that's oh. a disaster. Yeah. Um, hey, Brad, hit my line, man. You got you know where to find me. So yeah, this game also sucked. I mean, this was another week of boring, boring games. I guess we'll do mine because that was also that was at least more boring than your game. Uh, sure, so take it away. So yeah, I played Chris always. You know, so in years past, I would have been very nervous about this game because I usually never fare well against Chris. It's always you know Chris is always a high scoring team. He's usually one of the better teams in the league, and I would you know chalk this up as a loss. But I was absolutely incredibly incredibly confident going into this week for whatever reason it's mainly just because i think brett chris's team is terrible uh granted you know he like it, it was i already felt good because david montgomery and chris carson were both hurt which is unfortunate uh and with both of them being hurt, he still did not find a spot for Miles Gaskin, who inexplicably held on to his bench this whole time. Right. And this was the week. The, this was finally the Miles Gaskin week, 26 points. 
you would have lost. Oh no, you wouldn't have necessarily, but it would no, have. No, because he would have probably right, taken. Right, it, it would have canceled. The, yeah, the, yeah, he would have taken out one of Jones, Damian, and Schubert. So that would have been ten points. I still would have won pretty comfortably. Uh, but this game was actually a much bigger blowout until Sunday Night Football, where Josh Allen had one of the greatest games I've ever seen a QB have, just given the circumstances going into Kansas City and beating Pat Mahomes, which is, like, very hard to do, obviously. Um, but, I mean, when you're, resort, when you're resorted to starting Marvin Jones – Damian Williams, Jared Cook, and Chuba Hubbard, you know you're in for a long week. Yeah, I mean, it's you're, you did, you, and Chuba Hubbard did have a pretty good week, but a lot yeah, but it's, of, it's, it's Chuba Hubbard. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm saying every, everything else did go wrong. Oh, and Gronk was hurt too. I forgot. Like, so, like, I, I faced a very injury, you know, prone Chris. Uh, I, I just knew it was the like once I had that good Thursday. So I had fucking Thursday night was uh, Rams Seahawks. So I had three got people going: my kicker Henderson and DK. And I wanted a minimum. I wanted like a minimum forty points from those guys on Thursday to feel good. And I got like fifty. So I knew from that from that moment on it was a wrap. And it was, and I, I did pick, so I picked Chris to win, but I thought the trade was going to go through according to my notes because I wrote, I wrote Chris, Adams, Lamb, Allen, and Jones, um, but he didn't have Devontae Adams or C.D. Lamb. He may have won if he did. Um, Josh oh, Allen. Oh, he definitely would. He definitely, C.D. had fucking, or Devontae Adams had 32 to Stefan Diggs' seven. So that's yeah. 25 points right there. And I think CD, he would have played probably over fucking Marvin Jones. Jones yeah. yeah. So he definitely would have won at that trade. So, so my, my point does sort of stand. Um, but now, regardless, if I, if I, if I knew there's the team, of course he was going to be rolling out, I would have, uh, would have picked you. Um, everyone in double digits for you, except Corey Davis and, you know, defense and kicker. So. Solid. Yeah, like, you know, I again, nobody exploded on my team, 24, but I just, you know, I have, I have a pretty solid, pretty solid team. You know, I, I really don't think I have any holes. I just need to just stay, stay, uh, stay healthy. Stay uh, and also, as of right now, Dawson Knox might be the, uh, might be the weight or the, not even the waiver pickup, just the, the free ad of the year so far. Freaking the guy's been guys the tight end two, nope. I'm sorry, tight end three because Mark Andrews went off this week. Um, so yeah, I guess let's let's talk your game now. This was the best game of the week, definitely. Uh, I'm just gonna say real quick, I thought you had no chance, and for most of Sunday, it looked like that was gonna come in fruition. But you know, discuss. Go ahead. Yeah, it was looking pretty dicey when we were out at the uh, remember the place we were out with Jack. Um, Judy Z's. Yeah, Judy Z's. Judy Dude, Z's. Let me even... just say real quick, lots to go on a tangent, but that may be the worst sports bar that brands itself as a sports bar in the history of yeah, sports if, bars. That if, they, place if, sucks. if it was just like a restaurant, 
Yeah, it could have been fine as a restaurant, but yeah, it's fine. But, they the, but, 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 but but it wouldn't be because the food is sports bar food. I wouldn't want to eat like that if I was going out to eat. Yeah, no, if you yeah. If if we were going out, if Sunday wasn't football Sunday and it was, you know, brunch Sunday, it, Judy Z's is not the menu, you know, you want. And also it brands itself. It's Judy Z's sports bar. We show up and the woman working the TV had no idea what games are on. They wanted us to switch the fucking the Nations League or whatever the hell that is. <laughs> I've never even heard of that. I'm a pretty avid sports fan. Yeah. And the fucking they had so they don't have red zone or like the NFL package. So, they, so we were just we, we, we were just watching the Buccaneers Dolphins. Yeah, we got this whatever random regional television game or a NFL game was televised in our market, which happened to be probably the worst game overall on Sunday. The fucking Buccaneers Dolphins. It was just a mess. And the woman, and also I, I know I'm going off on an even bigger rant here. But the woman also spent 15 minutes looking for the uh, the right the guy who wanted to watch the Saints, whoever the hell they were playing. That guy was Australian and, too. It was a weird thing. Yeah, yeah. And like, and the woman is watching for like scrolling for 15 minutes. And I just wanted to mind my business, but I wanted to tell this lady, I can tell you from the get-go right now, you only have Fubo, so you're not gonna get whatever game you're looking for. You're gonna be stuck watching the fucking Dolphins. But I kept my mouth shut. And so in the middle of this whole thing going on while I'm eating my overpriced wings, the woman just look, spends 15 minutes scrolling. When I've been watching NFL action, we're looking for a non-existent game that we're not going to get. And and the TV on the other side of like the outside tent thing was like five seconds ahead of us and they were showing the same game. Yeah, so I'm also, <laughs> yeah. So like, it was, just, it was just a complete mess. Judy Z's, you get... Bad Yelp review from the Must Be Sunday Boys. But anyway, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, what were we even talking about? Oh, yeah. Your team, I thought it was going to lose, but obviously it didn't. So go ahead. Well, I got Justin Herbert. And uh, what a game that was. I didn't watch a second of it because the Cowboys were playing at the same time. So um, I was just like a super happy guy from like – I mean, I was in a pretty good mood all day when I was driving home from the city. Unfortunately, I left in the first quarter of the Cowboys game. So I uh, I didn't want to listen to Giants like radio. So I, I was streaming it through the Fox Sports app, just not yeah, watching yeah. while I was driving, but just, you know, in the, the Oxford um, to hear, uh, hear Joe Buck and Troy Aikman talk some shit. And um, in a good mood about that, I get home, you know, get it on TV. I'm watching following along on fantasy oh Justin Herbert Justin Herbert whatever um and the day just kept getting better and better and um the you know take it for what you will but the the uh projections or like the the likelihood to win percentage points went from like Thomas he was up to like 80 uh maybe even 90 and it started swinging pretty crazy in my favor and um you know, DeAndre Swift definitely held it down during, I believe, the one o'clock slate. Cortland Sutton, who was doing nothing randomly, um, got above 20. And um, Greg Zerline had a very good game kicking as well. That was um, not a difference maker, but uh, pretty close to it. And, um, you know, it came down to Sunday night and 
I was down by four. Mm-hmm. And I had Kelsey. He had. He was done. He was definitely he was done. done. So, yes, he was done. So, so the issue was that um, uh, Herbert threw a touch. I'm going back to the, I'm going back in time. At the end of the, the, the four o'clock games, Herbert threw a touchdown. So I saw my points go up, but it was to Austin Eckler, which absolutely fucked me. Yeah. And yeah. Austin Eckler had a rushing touchdown um, earlier in the game, but also sort of late in the game, I believe, like third or fourth. Yeah, quarter. he had three total touchdowns for sure. I know. So his uh his points are going crazy, and um, that receiving touchdown really made things a little bit closer than they they would have been. I likely or I would have won outright if it wasn't for that. But you know, going into Sunday night, I had a just needed four points from Kelsey, and he didn't have a monster week. Nothing I'll ever think about again. But he got uh, he got more than four. He got nearly fifteen, which from a tight end, you know, you don't view him as a tight end, but that that's it's a nice thing to have. And um, he had like fifteen or so yards, two receptions. So he was right there. I needed like a point and a half from him, and he had that on like a fifteen yard, uh, fifteen. Oh yard, yeah, yeah. Yard reception. But Josh Gordon, and it may have been the first snap Josh Gordon has played professionally since, like, 2003. He uh, was holding or some dumbass penalty. No, yeah, it was like an offensive P.I. or something, like one of those stupid pick yeah, plays. Yeah, like, I don't know? even – like, he, he didn't mean to do it, and it didn't change the play for Kelsey at all, but whatever. So I got pissed, and I, that happened. I was like, is this really going to fucking happen to me? Because it was in the second quarter at that point, I think. And then mm-hmm. – um, they ran the exact same play, the next play, and it was fine. And Kelsey didn't fumble 30 times, so I won. Um, no thanks to Robbie Anderson. No thanks to Patriots defense against Houston. However, that was the absolute correct play. And, um, yeah, no thanks to LaVisca Chenault. No thanks to Miles Sanders. It, uh, it was the Justin Herbert show with uh, strong performances from Cortland Sutton and DeAndre Swift and Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you know Thomas had a very—I mean, one thirty-three. That's you know we've been talking about it all of a sudden. Certainly a little bit above average. I know you think he stinks, Mike Evans. He like he might not stinks. He, he, I don't okay. care. I don't care. He stinks. All right. Um. He, well, he didn't stink last week, and um, you know I really did get blessed by Thomas Starry, No Fant, and Chase Edmonds, and. If he started Hollywood Brown, I would have lost. If he started Lamar, I would have lost. But yeah, that's didn't. a tough one. And I'm... Although I absolutely agree with Stafford over against the Seahawks. Yeah. I mean, the Seahawks might have the worst defense in football. Like, actually, statistically, I think they're averaging giving up the most yards per, like, opposition each game. Yeah, they're, they're like what the Cowboys should have been, but the Cowboys yeah. are actually kind of good um Parsons baby yeah um and also the OBJ game has not has not come through yet I'm starting to have my doubts I don't think it's ever happening again I think he's just over old and overpaid and kind of bad well um you know Thomas pretty good uh pretty good week it could have been if, if he started Lamar and Hollywood Brown we'd be looking at 
one of the highest scoring weeks ever. Oh, if he yeah. started Lamar over Stafford and Hollywood Brown over Chase Edmonds, he'd be that at would a, have been he'd be at like one seven. Well, he'd be at almost two hundred. He might have been at two hundred. He'd been at like one ninety if I did my math right. Um and, yeah, uh, and he started and also if you count the Bills defense over Kansas City. Yeah, he'd be at two hundred. Pretty much anyone over Odell. Jacoby Myers, I guess. If you if you put the out the optimal lineup, he would have been at 200. But unfortunately for you, Bones, you know, bench points don't matter for anything. I guess, I guess ties. Yeah, I'd have been fucked. He <laughs> would a hundred. I don't think I've ever seen a hundred points on the bench, but there he is. Bones did it. That hurts. That hurts to watch. Well, you know, Thomas, luckily for you, hope you got a short memory. Week five is over. Week six begins in less than 24 hours. And with that, we need to talk about it. All of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the first matchup I want to talk about because I don't care. There's that one much. obvious. There's one obvious matchup we should talk about for it. Actually, no, I won't say I won't say obvious. Um well, I'm not seeing it, so why don't you tell me? I was going to say easily the worst game of the week and the one we should discuss first is Chris and Brad, the two one. Right. Yeah. The, the, oof. Oh, my God. Brad is starting Ronald Jones. But this is what <laughs> I, I mean. I did want to bring out, point out, though, that it might look like the worst game on paper, and it is. But it also might be at the same time the biggest game of the entire year. Yeah, two one and four teams. I think, I this, mean, this, I think this is the only time they're in different divisions, right? So I think this is the only time these two play. So it's this is basically going to decide. This might decide stand up watch right now because these are easily the two worst teams. Um, I don't really need to look at it too much more than. Brad starting Ronald Jones. Yes. Yeah, so looking at it, it, Brad's got Kyler Chubb, Ronald Jones. Questionable Chubb, by the way. Also, Kyler's questionable. I, I don't know what he's out. I didn't hear anything about that. Um, Keenan Allen, Robert Woods, Devontae Smith still rolling with Zach Ertz. Jalen, yeah, Brad's team. Yeah. Chris's team. So, oh, so we mentioned the trade. So now that it's officially gone through, Chris Chris has Devontae Adams and CeeDee Lamb. Uh, so Chris's team actually, I think, looks a lot more balanced out now with the addition, with the addition of those two. Um, so Chris, Josh Allen, Jones, Damian Williams again, because Devontae Montgomery's out. All right, I'm sorry, Dave Montgomery's out. Lenny Fournette is getting another start. Uh, I guess Chuba Hubbard is no longer playable considering McCaffrey's back. Uh, Devontae Seedy, Hunter Henry, Miles Gaskin. Oh, he's doing it. He's doing it. Miles Gaskin. There's some uh, Miles Gaskin's that, teammate. That, that might be my hot take. Ah, I got so many hot takes now. Uh, Rams D against the Giants, the, the absolutely decimated New York Giants, and Nick Folk. Yeah, this one. Easy, easy, Chris all the way. Uh, Brad is starting the Titans defense against the Bills. Yeah, I don't know, Brad. And Zach Ertz. 
and Ronald Jones. If Nick Chubb doesn't play, uh, I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure he will. I don't even know what his injury is, but he is a questionable. So if he if he's downgraded and Brad has to start Sony, Michelle, and Ronald Jones, we're getting Brad's, into Brad is not scoring 80. That's my official pod cake. Uh, hot, I'm sorry, hot take. Oh, I just did I just invent a word, a pod cake? Yeah, let's copyright it. Let's copyright it. Hot takes on the pod, an official pod cake. Pod, pod cake. Pod cake. I'm going, uh, I mean, I know we don't always do the score. I know me and Jack didn't do it, yeah. but just for the sake of clarity, I'm going, I'm, go, I'm going Chris by 30, but that doesn't mean I think Chris is going to have a good week himself. No, it's literally the exact what I was going to say. Chris is going to score like 115, but win 115 to 85. No way. I said Brad's going under 80. I'm sticking to it. 115 to 70 to 8. All right, let me write that down and then let's move on. Um, so next, let's do AB Ryan. AB Ryan. This is yeah. just one of those matchups that I don't. Uh... Dude, look at right. Look at Ryan's team right now, real quick. It's QQQQ. QAnon. Um, <laughs> Everybody. Everybody, and then all on his bench is more Qs and more Os. So this so, is what I was, uh, I was, I was, I was thinking about this when I was driving to work, and Ryan picked up Daniel Jones. Um, he and I were actually talking. Um, nothing, nothing was even proposed, but just like he said something about like checking on quarterbacks, and like mm-hmm. you know, I'm always down to talk. Um, and he didn't the, the 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 vibes were immediately not there for either of us. And he he mentioned that he's he's gonna pick up Danny Dimes was his terminology. And he didn't start Daniel Jones, and it's a good thing that he didn't because he got concussed. Um, but now he is starting him, even though he is very concussed. And yeah, there's no there's, he's not playing. He's definitely like not he, playing. he couldn't walk. So I'm I'm unclear. So if if he still had um, uh, Russell Wilson in or some like I I would have been like oh he just didn't update his roster he didn't put in a fat play and he'll just pick up like Kirk Cousins or something as everyone does but mm-hmm. it's there and uh, I, I guess he's starting. Danny Jones. As of 8.52 on Wednesday night, he's starting Daniel Jones. So that is not good. And I'm going to pick A.B. because he's starting Patrick Mahomes and Derrick Henry. But Patrick Mahomes is a fucking interception machine for the last, like, 16 games dating back to last season. So, you know, if if it's close and the projections say it's going to be close, this is actually – as close as you can get other than a tie. Um, maybe it's projected 122.9, Ryan's 122.8. Yeah, how the fuck do they determine that? Like, what the fuck? It's pissing me off, ESPN. And uh, if Chris Carson doesn't play... He, Chris Ryan, Carson also stinks. Then then Ryan has to start Kenneth Gainwell, but, like, Miles Sanders isn't... No, but, you know, Chris Carson could be a late scratch, and Kenneth Gainwell is going to play on Thursday. yeah. And, 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 Ryan, and, and, and as we all and know, Ryan nothing, has no other not running nothing, backs. Not for nothing, but Melvin Gordon's questionable too. 
Uh, yeah, Orion's team is just in shambles. I'm going to go AB as well, mainly because, well, mainly because he's facing Orion's team, and Ryan's team is just a mess. I, who knows? Maybe Mark Andrews has another 40-burger in him. Um, but I do not like – first of all, QB aside, we all know that's obviously going to favorite Ryan. Oh, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, favorite AB. Uh, running backs favorite AB. Wide receivers on paper suggest Ryan. Uh, but yeah, I still AB comfortably. Although we're starting the Ravens D against. Uh, chargers which i do not like at all that's that's an easy minus five so let's hope for ab's sake it's not a close one um, right um the darnell mooney show goes on I say darnell mooney show is rolling back out james uh, robinson against miami um yeah that, that, he might put up he'll put up 20 there in london again you gotta see I don't like, but AB's wide receivers stink. Oh, nah. I mean, it's it's still going to be AB. It's going to be AB again. Another low scoring one, though. I'm going AB 130, Ryan 108. All right. Let's move on to Brent and Max. Brent and Max. So Brent projected to win by 10 pretty handsomely. Why is Max's projection so low? Because Zach Moss in. Tim Patrick. Yeah. Oh, look at his. He's got a lot of people on buys. Crowder, Mitchell, Kamara, oh, Kamara and Ridley. Yeah, so like Max's two best players on buys, Kamara and Ridley. So he's rolling with the old Devontae Booker train. Tim Patrick, Thielen, Mike Williams, Rogers, obviously, Darren Waller, Zach Moss, Steelers, Chase McLaughlin. On paper, that seems less than ideal. Yeah. Uh, the only, I mean, Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy's still out. So. You know, maybe if they're uh, if them being the Raiders' defense is focusing and double team Carl Sutton, then maybe Tim Patrick can get some looks. Um, Mike Williams boomer bust, as we've seen, he boomed last week, so due for a bust. But that game against Baltimore could be a could that's going to be a great game. That's a shame. That's a one. They do have a good yeah. That yeah, that is a shame. It's a one o'clock game. But also, Ravens do have one of the better secondaries of the uh, in in That's football. True. So, I mean, if there's ever time for Mike Williams to have that bus game, which we all know he's capable of, it will be on Sunday at one o'clock. Um, Looking at Brent's team, Brent's team just looks better, even with some question marks. Uh, literally a question mark with Joe Nix, Joe Mixon's health, and then question mark in AJ Brown's ability to play professional football. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I don't see how anybody would pick 
max in this situation, to be honest. Um, yeah, I think in New England, I don't think it's going to be a, a, a blowout where Zeke gets all the work or, you know, Tony Pollard or, you know, whoever they run it. Um, they, they, I mean, I, I'm fairly certain the Cowboys will win the game, but they're going to have to work for it. Zeke will be involved in that because he's Zeke. Um, if Joe Mixon plays, he'll score more than uh, than Devontae Booker. And, um, yeah, I'm, you know, it's not a, it's not, it's not the ideal lineup, but I don't, I don't see a world where I would ever pick Max in his current roster construction mm-hmm. to win this game. And he, I imagine would probably pick Brent because he's a very honest person. When he was on a few weeks ago, he bet against himself and he was wrong, which is just a, it was an all around weird time, but yeah, Brent for sure. Yeah, I'm going to go Brent here as well. I think this is going to be a situation where, forgive me if my, if I'm giving the saying wrong, but like, the, you know, the saying, the hungry dog has the bigger bite or whatever. Brent's the hungrier dog in this matchup. He's on a three-game losing streak. He usually, very rarely, this might be his first ever three-game losing streak, but whatever. He's usually one of the better players in his league for obvious reasons. You know, he's the defending champ. Last year, just ran train on the entire league. Um, and just, just looking at paper, looking at the paper, or looking at the teams on paper, Brent's obviously the better team here. Dak is phenomenal. Uh, Zeke, Joe Mixon, AJ Brown is fine, is due to have a big week finally. That's uh, Buffalo, that could be a bit of a shootout. Um, Cooper Cup, Cooper Squared. Uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be Brent. It's I'll gonna go be high Brent. scoring though. I'm gonna go Brent one fifty, Max one twenty one. All right, noted. And let's move on to what I think could be the highest scoring uh, match of the year, aside from. I'm sorry, not of the year of the week, aside from you and I. That's my way of saying the second highest scoring match of the year. Thomas and Jack. And um, this should be a good one. Yeah. Uh, this one. This one. This one can go in all sorts of directions. So uh, I noticed right off the bat, Tommy Bones learned from his mistake and is going with both. Hollywood Brown and Lamar this week. Um, Eckler, Najee Harris. Yeah, uh, shit. I need a, I need a couple minutes to assess this game. So you know, say something for the listeners. Say something for the listeners. At first glance, I do think that Jack is going to lose this game because Thomas has Lamar Jackson and Austin Eckler. Um, you know, we, we've spoken about this game uh, in, in the previous matchup. Again, shame. It's 1 p.m. If it was later in the year, they'd probably flex it to a uh, primetime spot because this is going to be, I mean, it's an important game. It's going to be an electric game. You know, just from looking at it, um, huge, huge weeks from Lamar and Eckler incoming. 
he's Thomas being he is going for Hollywood Brown at a running back wide receiver. Can't say it's a full Will Fuller effect because I believe Hollywood Brown has had a couple big weeks in a row. Um, he's having a really good season. He had one bad week. He's put up 16.4, 20, 17, 29. So certainly not Will Fuller. I mean, you gotta you got to start him there. Um, Mike Evans against Philly. Uh, the one thing against that, which I guess would help Brad, would be the Bucks might get out to such a big lead that they run it, and it becomes the Ronald Jones, the second show. And um, T. Higgins, who's certainly, uh, you know, uh, I, mean, I don't want to say a forgotten guy because I believe he was a rookie last year, but it's been the, the Jamar Chase situation in Cincinnati. And, um, you know, T. Higgins is still very, very good. Uh, Bills D against Tennessee. Tennessee can't figure their shit out. Like I said, A.J. Brown might not be able to play football anymore just because he seemingly can't. Um, yeah, Thomas's team's looking, looking rock solid. You know, Najee Harris, I feel like we haven't spoken about him once all year. And He's running back six. I just looked at it. That, that's he's because he's quietly because the, the Steelers are a super boring and generally not pleasant team to talk about. Najee Harris had a, you know, a bad NFL debut. And since then he's put up 16, 21, 18, 21. Um, he plays every down and. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's, uh, yeah. he's, he's Le'Veon Bell. He was, he is what Le'Veon Bell was in that offense, you know, three years ago. Um. I've made up my mind and I hate to do this again and go four for four with, you know, the same picks, but I got to take Thomas too. And for me, the reason comes down to Jack is not, ha, does not have his ace in the hole Cordero Patterson this week, who's out with a bye. So instead he's got to start Jamal Williams, the backup to Deandre Swift, who actually surprisingly had some, has had a couple big games a 21-pointer and a 13-pointer. But uh, I think those were both in efforts in which DeAndre Swift was was limited and or hurt. So assuming he's at full health, they'll have uh, Jamal Williams be in a mostly a backup role on Sunday. So having him in right now as you're running yeah, back, yeah. too, is kind of dicey. Um, I also don't love... I don't know how to. What do you think about Chase Claypool? I, I can't decide if he's good or not. Like he had those, he had an explosion last year, but he's got one touchdown through four games this this year. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe without Juju, he gets a little bit. So yeah, so he. I'm saying he usually has Debo in that spot, who has probably been. So his two best players, arguably through the first, well, obviously with the exception of Tyree Kill. Um. But arguably, his two best players through the first five games, Debo and Cordero Patterson, are out on bye. So he's just not—he's just not at full strength. And Thomas largely is at full strength. Uh, the only one he's questionably sitting is nobody really. Maybe Chase Edmonds. No, I don't. No, I, don't I would. Yeah, I wouldn't even start Chase Edmonds over any of the guys. Is it? Yeah, like Thomas is rolling out his A team, 
And Tom and my guy Jack is having is like his B squad is out. So I'm gonna I, go. I, I, I'm sorry. Finish your thought. No, I, I was just gonna say. So I'm just gonna go with Tommy Bones. Uh, again, gonna be high scoring. Obviously, this one is definitely gonna be high scoring. Tommy Bones, one sixty one. Whoa. To one forty five. 161 to 145. That would be uh, that'd be up there for one of the biggest weeks ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I well, I don't know why J.K. Dobbins is taking up the IR spot for Jack. Yeah, like especially considering he has George Kittle on the IR. Yeah, he's just that's he's just wasting a spot. Um, so that's something to look at. Uh, maybe he has a reason, but like J.K. Dobbins is not playing football in the next 13 weeks, like for sure. So. Um, I was going to bring this up during our game because you also have a Seattle pass catcher, but, um, you know, no Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, yeah. uh, you know, that, that'll be impacted. Um, but yeah, for sure. Thomas. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, really up until the tight end, like Jackson, Eckler, Harris, Brown, Jefferson, Evans. Yeah. That's a that's a that's a squad. And um yeah, no offense, Jack, but just think Thomas's team is better and I call it like I see it. I'm on uh I'm fair and balanced. Fair and balanced, baby. All so right. uh let's 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 do it. Let's finally do it. So this this is always probably makes for the best uh podcast of the season when we play each other. And I I, gonna- I have no uh I have no memory any previous matchups we've ever had nothing comes yeah i wouldn't be i wouldn't be shocked if you told me i was two and five or five and two against you i don't even know we played seven matchups but yeah um have we ever played in the playoffs i don't think so no i'm projected to win by 3.1 points what the really oh what the fuck happened i was this morning i was projected to win by like two or whatever yeah, because you, you switched around. Uh... I put in Robbie Anderson over LaVishka Chenault. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to win because I'm going to win because you did that move and you're playing Robbie Anderson. It's not the worst. Uh... Not the it's worst not... logic. I guess I'll, I'll, I'll go first. I'm going Jalen Hurts against Tampa, which... I think Tampa gets out to such a huge lead that Jalen Hurts is just passing and running for his life all the second half. So I'm expecting 25 there. Dalvin Cook, questionable against Carolina. I would just, like, just do me a favor, Minnesota, and make a decision before the game if Dalvin Cook is going to play, you know, full strength or not. Because if he doesn't, Alexander Madison is just as good as an option in that in that spot. He's definitely the best handcuff in football. Uh, yeah. So regardless, whoever's in that spot, the only way I get fucked is if they split the snaps 50-50, like kind of what I mentioned before between – who was that? Um, fuck, I forgot that. Oh, Joe Mixon and Samaji P. Ryan on Sunday. Um Jacobs and Henderson, I kind of have to play them because uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire is out. I'm not sure yet if I'm willing to try. I also have his can't handcuffed Darrell Williams, but I'm not, not sure yet if I'm, you know, 
willing to run the risk because I really have no idea what his workload would be like as the number one feature back. Uh, they, Henderson and Jacobs are both finally healthy and work the workhorses on their teams. So as you previously mentioned, DK Metcalf is without Russell Wilson, but Geno Smith kind of threw his way a lot in that game, in that limited action on Thursday. So I don't really care. Also, I think, uh, I don't know. Godwin on going on Thursday. I never like having someone go on Thursday, but you're not going to not play Chris Godwin. Dawson Knox, best tight end in fantasy football. Don't at me. So really my only question mark is who I'm going to play in my flex spot. And right now I got Brandon Cooks in, but I guess I could in theory go any of Cooks, Emmanuel Sanders, or Darrell Williams. I mean, like something I'm on. I honestly would take this on Wednesday that might switch by Sunday. I don't know. Well, thank you for the very detailed uh, detailed response. Um, I'm going to win because I have Justin Herbert, Christian McCaffrey, and Travis Kelsey, and, and, and you don't. Um, yeah, but you also got Robbie Anderson. Yeah. And Miles but, uh, Sanders. Hey, Miles Sanders against – you know what? My hot take, Miles Sanders, at least 15 points. Um yeah, actually, I kind of. Eh, all right, no, just go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't That's hardly even a hot take. That's just sort of like a well, maybe. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just think you know those three guys could give me a. I mean, they can give me a hundred. Um, those three guys. Well, I guess if Harvard puts up fifty again, I guess it's possible. They, they, they can and they might. And, uh, you know, DeAndre Swift is, uh, is no joke either. And I never really join the waiver wire bandwagon, especially since we've used Fab the last few years. Um, like, I don't know if people would, like, necessarily know this. Like, I, I, I don't know. I doubt people study other people's typical strategies. But I never, ever, ever go for, like, you know, the, I, I coined the term the Will Fuller effect. I, yeah, you never, I, what I, preach I never do that. Um, I almost only use fab for defenses and kickers when needed. Um, <laughs> Kadarius Tony was making ridiculous catches. He is so just naturally talented and uh, he kind of reminds me of Odell when he first came in, just like kind of like. The yeah. guy you just want to get, you just want to give him the ball because he's a home run hitter, you know, um, like get him in space and just hopefully he can burn one, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I hope the Giants lose. So I don't care if Daniel Jones plays. I mean, obviously I hope it's okay, but um, obviously for Kadarius Tony purposes, I prefer Daniel Jones over Mike Glennon. But regardless, if I, you know, I spent seven bucks on him, I think I'm going to, I'm going to start him and, you know, I, you know, he gives me three points, then I tried, and, you know, if he gives me 20, then I'll be happy and I'll probably, probably win. And, um, you know, so I'm, I'm trying something a little new. And I still got Colts defense against Houston. Um, I did try Patriots D against Houston last week, and that blew up in my face. Can't imagine Houston's going to have two good weeks. Um, yeah. And I, I'm holding on to Patriots defense because they're going to play 
the Dolphins and the Jets again. And um, they got the Jets next week. Just just forward looking. I'm probably going to play them. And, you know, why spend fab if they're on my bench? And, you know, I, I bench management's fine. And um, not going to play them against the Cowboys is what I'm getting at. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I think uh, I think Miles Sanders and Kadarius Tony are going to provide a, a solid foundation for the tremendously huge weeks that Justin Herbert and Christian McCaffrey and DeAndre Swift and Travis Kelsey are going to have. And Robbie Anderson's probably going to get me three points and it's not going to matter because I'm going to win by, well, I'm going to win. Um, so it doesn't matter how many points Robbie Anderson gets mm-hmm. me. He might drop the, he might fucking fumble or he might, he <laughs> might get like a screen here. pass for a loss and he gets me like negative two. That might happen. Like it on, and if that does happen, if it was anybody else, I would spend more than ten seconds talking about it. But if he does it next Wednesday at nine fifteen p.m., I'm gonna go. I mean, like, yeah, of course, I had it coming. Um, yeah. Who uh, who on my team? Well, I was gonna say who are you most scared of, but obviously the answer is a healthy Christian McCaffrey, if assuming he's healthy. And obviously my answer would be a healthy Dalvin Cook if he's healthy. Um, this is interesting because we were the one two picks as well. So it'd be interesting yeah, so, if, uh, yeah. looking back at um, the league league story, seeing you know what happens when the one two picks have played each other, but that would require us to know the draft order, which wouldn't necessarily be in Yeah. I honestly I don't remember. I don't remember my draft where I drafted the last. Actually, last year I had, I think I had seven. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't matter. The only I, the only thing I do know is the one year I won is I had McCaffrey. I mean, I was two when I took McCaffrey. Um, but I haven't given my official, in uh, my official prediction. But obviously, I'm not going to not pick myself on the pod. I am going to win this game. Because, as I mentioned, Jalen Hurts is going to get two garbage time, not one, two garbage time fourth quarter touchdowns against the Buccaneers on Thursday to make the game, like, from 40 to 3 to, like, 40 to 20. So it doesn't really matter. It won't have any impact on the game whatsoever, but it will have the biggest impact in our fantasy matchup. Um, Daryl Henderson and the Rams are going to absolutely smack the Giants. So he is going to run all afternoon. Uh, Dawson Knox is going to have another touchdown, at least on Tennessee. And my hot take for the week, 20 points from Brandon Cooks. That's my – I know I had other hot takes lined up, but that's my official one. Well, that Brandon would be Cooks. horrible for the uh, Colts D special teams yeah. angle yeah, I didn't even, I did not even t- mean to tie that in, but yeah, it works against your Colts D slash special teams. So Brandon Cooks, 20 points. I'm going to win 151 to 139. 11 point victory. 12, but 12. Yep, yep, my bad. I, I know, didn't do the higher. decimals there. So um, are you going to give a score prediction at all or? I think we'll put on a show. I say
171. Holy shit. To 163. It's going to be, there's one one of these every year. Um, it's been Chris and I twice, because I, I was looking at yeah. either something Jack sent or wrote, or just looking at it on my own. Chris and I have had a couple like 166 to 163s. Why not? You know, you only, you only, you only fantasy once a year, um, especially if you're in different divisions. Mm-hmm. Which I believe we are. Um, we are. We, we meet in the we're, we're at the official point. So week six. For anyone new and out there listening who really cares, just to give you the scheduling breakdown, weeks one through five, you play every team in your division once. And then, like one out of division game, then week six, seven, eight, you play the out of you play someone from the other division each time, and then the same cycle repeats again for the last five weeks. So weeks was that nine through fourteen, you play each team in division once, and then the last remaining out of conference game, just to like keep it balanced because you don't want to load like in your situation, right? If you were out Christian McCaffrey, it'd be disadvantageous for someone in your division to play you both twice early in the season versus someone else in your division to play you both twice late in the season when McCaffrey is healthy versus not healthy. You see what I'm doing? So, I mean, I, I, I get it. Um, that's, that's the reasoning. So, yeah. So this week, next week, and the other week, you, we should all, and the week eight, we should all play um, out of conference or out of division, whatever. All right, super quick. Let's just look through the recent activity. Um, Max, so we already discussed the big trade. So Max deservingly so dropped Evan McPherson because mm-hmm. goddamn. Um, Brent added Miami defense. Where are they going? Uh, they have to be going. Oh, aren't they going against uh... Are the Jaguars? Yeah, that's in the London too. Uh, um, I added Rundell Moore and dropped Pirine for zero dollars. Just yeah, Moore's yeah. had a he he has some boom potential. Stash him on the bench if uh, you know Hopkins is down or you know someone if if it makes sense I'll start him and if it makes sense to drop him I'll drop him and it's not anything more complicated than that. As we said, I added Kadarius Tony for $8, and my corresponding move was dropping Juju, who's out for the year, and I probably would have dropped Juju anyway. For some reason, Juju was rostered in, like, 97% of leagues. That's solely based on his name. If his fantasy number is at anything, it would be less than 50. Um, so a lot of people are dumb, myself included. Um, oh, I made a waiver claim. I, I spent my first fab on Khalil Herbert. Yeah, you dropped our old, everyone's friend T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, I mean, he was just a waste of space on my – he was in my IR slot since the beginning of the year. I figured I was like, I'll just keep who's ever, like, the most playable IR eligible person and just stash him there so someone else can get him. You know, T.Y. Hilton, but, like, he kind of stinks even when he is healthy. Uh, and because of my trade – so, actually, on the podcast last week that I missed – I don't know if you guys talked about it, but I traded Brent James uh, James Connor for Corey Davis. Yeah. So I was out a running back depth because, like, James Connor was kind of like my next man up on the wider on the running back depth chart, or like on as like in my running back room. And because of the Clyde Edwards Hilaire injury this week, I just kind of wanted to shore up 
that. So I figured Khalil Herbert maybe is like just someone to keep around for the next couple of weeks with Devontae, or I keep saying Devontae, David Montgomery out. He got like 15 carries last week, uh, which was 18, I'm sorry. So yeah, he got 18 touches last week. So I mean, like, if you're going to get that many touches in a game, you should be rostered in an in uh, you know, in fantasy. So I figured what the hell, 15 bucks. It's it's only fab, right? It's only fab. Um, no, I wonder if anyone – I'm just curious if anyone else bid on him. Offers report. Yeah, look at the offers report. It doesn't no. look like it. Oh, wait, no. Uh, Devontae Booker was the big one. You were the second highest on Devontae Booker. 13. Max, Max, really – no, I'm shocked. No one else bid on my guy, Khalil. Kadarius Tony was a big one. You beat out, um, you beat out Barrent, it looks like for him by one. Oh, no, I'm sorry, three dollars. Um, I gotta start looking at this office report more. I've never boring. looked at it because I'm almost entirely on my phone and it doesn't exist on your phone. Yeah, it doesn't exist on your phone, which is um. Super also, quick. I don't like how you can't you can't filter your standings on your phone. Yep, pretty so annoying. Like, it's almost unusable, but yeah. yeah, we still use ESPN because um, I don't know. Um, super quick. I had Colt Steve, Max added Devontae Booker, Chris added Nick Folk, uh, Jack added Graham Gano, Chris dropped Jared Cook for Hunter Henry, which is just such a Chris added Hunter Henry for $12. That is a. Yeah, I, I doubt anyone bid. I doubt anyone else bid on him. That is crazy. Um, the trade went through. Uh, Max um, added Elijah Mitchell too likely to trade. I'm not even really clear what that means. I feel like he's added and dropped Elijah Mitchell at least. Who did he trade Elijah Mitchell for? He traded him to Brent. I don't know. Or did Brent pick him up and trade him to Max? Brent picked him up from waivers and traded him to Max. Who was he traded for? I mean, I can tell you. Ah, uh, yeah. I gotta go. I gotta go back. Back in time. Elijah Mitchell was traded for Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Not good GMing. Um. Real quick, I know we, we don't ever spend much time on this, but I thought this was interesting. Uh, yesterday, I was the number two. Uh, so if you look at the ESPN's nifty little uh, final standing projection, little bug. Yesterday, I was number two to Jack. Jack was number one. And then all of a sudden, Max picks up Elijah Mitchell and he jumps me. He goes from like seven to four. But he, he already had Elijah Mitchell. Oh, no, wait. Then who do you pick up? Who do you pick up this week? Uh, I don't know. I was just saying he, he Elijah Mitchell. Oh, I'm sorry. He picks up Devontae Booker. Oh, right, right, right. And he jumps like four spots because of it. I really have, I really want to know who the fuck is like the, like the algorithm that is running ESPN's fantasy site. Because their shit makes no sense from there. I think it's someone who just wants to piss us off. Well, they give us good content on the pod, at least. Yeah, thanks uh, for shit. So thanks for that. Um, 
so with that, is there really anything else to to discuss? No, we we covered it all. So yeah, so the only game we were we did, we were off or were our game, right? We were A B we were A B Brent, Chris and Thomas, right? Consistent. Yep. All right. So you got it written down in the uh, in the it's, uh, it's in the Google Doc that uh, you're shared on. Oh uh, yeah, I got to remember how to. I haven't used a Google Doc since high school, so I got to remember <laughs> how to. Email. Yeah, I got to remember how to get that on. But uh. Anyway, so uh, any last words? Anything you want to plug? Anything, uh, you know, could speak now and forever hold your peace, as they say. Thank you, DeAndre Swift. You're pretty good. All right. Yeah, so that about wraps it up. Uh, just don't forget my hot take, Brandon Cooks, 20 points. I'm excited for next week's pod because one of us is going to be very happy and one of us is going to be very not happy. And that usually makes for the best kind of show. Can't wait. Um, great. All right. Well, let's have a great weekend. All right. Go league, everyone. Go league.